Hi, everyone. This is Brad Thomas with The Ground Up, and we're back again for another CEO interview. Uh, today, we're going to take it from the public side of the world to the private side of the world. Uh, I'm joined here today with Danny Fishman. Danny is the co-founder and CEO of Gaia uh, Capital and Gaia, uh, Gaia Real Estate and Venture Capital. Uh, and uh, I believe Danny was just telling me Gaia stands for Greek goddess. So can you tell us a little more about that name? I'm really intrigued, Danny. Yeah, so we, hi everyone. So when we started the, the company, it was 2009 and we know where the world was upside down there. Then, so Gaia is the Greek goddess of the land and she's also uh, responsible for dividing back the land to people after a chaos. So we thought that that's a great name for uh, <laughs> for the company in 2009. Great. Well, uh, Danny, you're of course located in Tel Aviv, uh, which I've never been there, but uh, uh, our one of our main products, Seeking Alpha products, is based there in Tel Aviv. So I've got a lot of friends in Tel Aviv. So I'll make sure they they're watching. Um, so, but your company's based in New York City. So I want to touch on New York City today. I haven't been in New York in, in at least over a year. Uh, actually, it's probably been uh, maybe 13 months now uh, that I was at in, in New York. So how do you see, you know, the business there in New York? Obviously, it's, it doesn't look very attractive from a real estate perspective, at least that's how, from a market perspective, we see companies uh, that have really been beaten down, these public REITs that own either office or multifamily. But how do you see the state of New York City today? So... As you said, we are basically based in, in Manhattan and we follow the market and we are big investors in the city. So I think that it's actually on the private side, it's one of the biggest opportunities I saw, maybe even bigger than 2008, 2009. Um, it's true, many people left. And also, you know, COVID-19 was basically the end of the story because it's already, if you follow the market, it's sliding down from 2017. Uh, basically mixed of few things, oversupply of condos and rentals, also all kind of uh, extreme, without getting into politics, extreme left uh, laws that basically draw real estate and all other segments down and drop some people out of the city. So I think the mix of everything basically came together and the market basically is, is down a lot. So rental today is on the good areas are like 20, 25% below uh, Corona prices and condos, it's a mix. So you can get a 10, 15% discount, but in the new development where there is oversupply, you can get 25 to 40% discount on the prices. So we are very bullish. We think that it's a huge opportunity especially that this cycle down, and for me, it's like the fourth cycle down. What's, what's unique in this cycle, that there is liquidity and there is lending and there is banks. So you have like what I think is a great opportunity of declining prices and reduced prices, but availability of lending and the banks and so on. So what about employers, Danny? I mean, uh, you know, again, I see uh, we've got an office down in West Palm, and we see a number of hedge funds that have relocated, you know, from New York to Florida, South Florida. Um, and we see a lot of people that are at least the media reports, a lot of people moving, leaving uh, New York City. However, you know, some of the reporting we see, especially on the, on the publicly listed REIT side, is that there are many technology companies 
that are you know doubling down on New York City right now. So so what what who's winning that battle right now? Are, are people coming or people leaving? Well, I think that the, the city is doing a shift, which I think is a positive shift, because if it was a, it's still like the capital market center of the world, but I think that with the prices and that a lot of financial uh, companies, banks, investment banks, and so forth are becoming more tech oriented. So I think that what they're doing, if you look really carefully, most of the things that are moving to Florida or other places are more like back office. And um, what's moving into the city is technology. So even if you look at you know two names that said that they will move something outside of the city, like Goldman Sachs and uh, J.P. Morgan, but they hire more people today in technology versus people that are coming from business school. So I think that the shift is is very positive. Now, if you look at another shift, which is interesting, is the startup scene. I think New York is becoming significantly number two to Silicon Valley. So just from the start of Corona, last March till today, a year, you have 1,200 startups that got financing from VCs and tens and tens of billions of dollars are moving into the city and all these companies are growing. So the growth today all over the world is in this segment. Yeah. So I think, yes, New York is losing some of the back office and other things, but I think mainly the shift is, is a positive thing. Yeah. I want to uh, pivot over to multifamily. I know that's you know a big significant part of your business. Um, can you talk a little bit about some of those markets? I did see you've invest you've got some investments uh, on your website in the southeast. Uh, what do you think are the most favorable you know multifamily markets today? So I think that if you look on uh, basically the places that are uh, more affordable from cost of living because of no state tax, no city tax, and, and more easy to do business. They are the growing and the population moving there, like Texas, Florida. We have a lot in Nashville and it's doing very well. So all these places are growing fast and people are moving there. And also, I think one of the, I think positive for South Florida is that if it's always was, people move there for a vacation or for a second home. So, I think up to, I don't know, this year, it was mainly a place to go for to the beach. And I think the change now is that people are actually moving there to live. And if that will continue to happen, it means that they need also workplace, they will need, you know, culture, infrastructure, and other things that are lagging behind. So I think this is the markets that are enjoying it, but that's from demographic and, and growth. I don't think that from the investment, it's so interesting because I think that the low interest rate pushed cap rates so down in these areas that I personally don't think it's attractive anymore. Yeah, how about on the development side? I know I've got several friends who are uh, looking to develop new, new uh, multifamily product. I mean, if uh, given that you know, low interest rate and have you typically been more of a buyer of, of you know, a completed product or what do you think about the development business today in multifamily? So I think at this time, I think there is, I, I would say like this on the on the coastal area, especially in New York, there is no point building anymore today. Mm -hmm. You can easily buy today ready product below construction or below replacement cost. So for sure in New York, I don't see any point uh, doing anything until the inventory will clear. Right. On the other end, I think that places like, you know, the Sunbelt and areas like this, they are growing in places like South Florida has a lot of demand, Nashville has a lot of demand, 
Dallas has a lot of demand and I, I still see it growing and continues to grow. And I think it will be, but I think that the profitability will be much less because it's the cost of construction is higher and uh, on all fronts. So I think yeah. that it's still good business, but I think it's less, pro will be less profitable. Yeah. Have you, um, I'm just curious, you know, we cover all the property sectors. Uh, I'm just curious on the, on the retail, specifically mall sector, you know, have you uh, looked at any of the potential mixed use products? I mean, and obviously there's a lot of that product coming to market. A lot of malls aren't, aren't going to make it. Um, you know, what do you think about that industry from the private side in terms of redeveloping some, you know, some, some worn out malls? So I think we are not so much in the retail. We had retail mainly in New York, you know, when you have a building and you have down on the ground floor, we have retail. We have one like center in New Jersey. Mm -hmm. And I think that the reason that we went out and that's why it's interesting, I think again, is because when we decided to sell everything on retail and to get out, which was 2015, it was because when we interviewed the end users, they say, look, the rent doesn't make any sense anymore, especially in the city. So, you know, you'd interview, we interviewed a, long, a big uh, a coffee store chain, and they say, you know, we can sell coffee 24 seven, we cannot even pay the rent. And the same, you know, Italian restaurants and so forth. So we said, we don't want to be a landlord if the users cannot basically afford it. And I think that Leaving aside malls, I think in the city today, it's a, it's again interesting because I think that if the rents will go down, you'll see used more, a lot of use back to the retail. On the mall side, I think the place should be mainly residential because I think in office, there is oversupply. I don't personally, I don't believe in work from home. I think it will be, I don't know, 5%, 10%. I think everyone will be back at home. And you know, if it was an interview on camera, I could tell you now I'm I'm in Tel Aviv, and tell, and Israel got vaccinated already like 55, 60% level, and I can show you from my window. It's evening here. All the office towers I see from my window are full of lights. That wasn't the case three months ago. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think uh, I think you know travel getting is really underway. I think that's certainly what we're seeing, and we're focused really. Uh, a lot right now on, on, you know, that segment of travels, you know, TSA, of course, is getting ready to hire additional people. They're getting ready for more flow coming into this country, uh, traveling around this country. So I think there's some really good opportunities. And that's really what we're, what we're trying to dissect. And one of the reasons I wanted to get you on the call is just as an expert is to see what are those pockets. And I do believe we, we share that same belief that New York City uh, we'll be back. And, you know, we've, we've got uh, long positions in both multifamily as well as office uh, because we believe that, you know, eventually New York will get back. Uh, hopefully I can get up there really soon. One of my, one of my children, one of my uh, daughters actually lives in New York. Um, and I really think that's, uh, that's the case. So I guess the last question, Danny, is how do you see this kind of unfolding, um, you know, in New York City? Uh, if, if you just had to look at your crystal ball, you know, a year from now, or, you know, a year from now, or say the end of this year, um, do you think we'll be, you know, kind of back to more normal? I mean, given what, what you know, and what we've seen with the vaccines, um, and, and so forth, what do you think the, uh, what do you think it's going to look like, say, in December of this year in New York City? I think we'll be back to normal by the end year, by year end. I think that, you know, with the, between the vaccine and herd immunity, 
And uh, some degree after the elections already and everything, I think that we're gonna be opening, they will, everything will be open. And again, if I'm looking at Israel, because Israel today is basically the model that all the world follow because we are like the experiment of Pfizer. If you follow this, everything is opening up now. I mean, I was the last week in, in meetings, which were, none of them were in Zoom. I met all my investors, which are pension funds and insurance companies, and all the meetings were in the office. Yeah. So I think that if we will follow this, I think New York will be open back by, by year end. And uh, I think people will start to come back to the office. And also there are two other things in New York. New York has one, over one million students, the Metro. So I think students will be back to the campus. So they will be back renting apartments and tourists will start to come back. So I think we, we're gonna to start to see that everything is coming back to normal. Great. Well, Danny, I really appreciate it. I look forward to seeing you in person uh, when we both thank get you. to New York here really soon. And uh, I wanna thank you for your time today and uh, we'll see you again soon. Great, thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks, see you soon, bye-bye.